Good morning. 6.17 a.m. on Saturday, June the 24th, 2023. Here on a beautiful blue sky morning in the high plains east of the Rockies in Greeley, Colorado. It's a little chilly, it's 58, not quite 60 degrees. The sun felt good on my back walking westward along the street. Lovely day. Oh, I hope it's going to be a good day. I hope it's going to be a productive day. I'm, uh, I'm taking a deep breath day. I did not, uh, did not put in my earbuds this morning. I, I'm keeping it it pretty clear. I'm trying to get a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more zen, a little a little distance and a little closer. <laughs> Which sounds weird. Uh, I, I wrote a little bit on a cat yesterday. I did more work on making sure that I have working class ready to go. It's not quite there yet. I still have I still have work to do and I have put off because I've been working on a cat. And uh, yeah, I probably will work on some of that today. I do have Hard Knocks back from Karen. Uh, yeah, that book was in rough shape. She's got a lot of notes. It's gonna take me a while to get that work through. But tomorrow, this morning, this morning I started a, a different Routine. I, I shuffled the tasks for my morning up until recently. Oh, these are pretty. I wonder what those are. Uh, up until recently, I walked. I did most of my work before I did the walk, or at least some of the work before I did the walk. And uh, you'll probably remember when I shift to walking earlier, when I shifted to walking earlier, to beat the heat. And it threw off the rest of the day. It threw, threw off some of the other things that I had going first thing in the morning. One of the things that is I'm working with alongside my my word of the year juggle is uh, a quote attributed to the Dalai Lama. Just one I don't even know what it is. I don't remember what it is. One small positive thought in the morning can change the whole day. Something like that. And I've been trying to kind of keep that 
idea, top of mind, first thing in the day, first thing in the morning, getting that one positive thought, one positive thing. And when I shifted to do the walk, before the thought, <laughs> well, I may have had the thought, I didn't actually write it down. I've been writing them down and I've captured the archive of them, which is still a mess, I need to. I wanna put it into some sort of semblance of order, some sort of sequence. The same way I'm doing with my daily haiku. I want to see how they may have changed over the year. When I get to the end of the year, I want to look back and say, okay, what was this year like? How did that, how did my mind set help or hinder, help and hinder? <laughs> and we're coming up on a six month mark here. Next week, we'll start the second half of the year Solstice really marks the halfway point for when I started thinking about what do I want? What do I want going forward? 2022 was such a traumatic year in so many ways. And I lost a lot. I lost a year, basically. I lost the time. It was... Lost is probably the wrong word. Because I certainly didn't lose... <laughs> that year did not go away. Um, and I'm still working through the aftermath of it. I think I talked about it when I first started, restarted the walk in March. That rather than dwell too much on what I have, quote, lost, unquote, but to think instead of what I want in its place. Because I, I, I can go back to, or try to go back to, what was before. And what was before wasn't bad. I was carrying too much weight. That did not make me happy. I spent too much time doing things that didn't actually help anything. Me, my work. 
my art. And so, near the end of the year, in December, I was thinking about the light bulb <laughs> and realizing that all the time my therapist was saying the light bulb has to want to change as I unburdened my psyche and finally came to realize that she was not talking about the other people. She was talking about me. I had to want to change. And so I've, I thought about that. What do I want to change? What do I want to have different? What do, what has 23 left, uh, 22, 2022 left me in terms of opportunity instead of loss? So yes, I'm weak, but I'm getting stronger slowly, very slowly. Walking is helping, it really is. I look at all of the, all of the circle greens, all of the blue greens, the blue greens, the blue circles and the green circles and the small smatterings of red circles for the first six months of the year. And I honestly, I don't think I have walked this much ever in terms of the morning walk, in terms of tooling the two miles, in terms of getting my butt in gear, getting my shoes on and getting out onto the sidewalk. I've leaned heavily on my earbuds, using the music as an excuse to come out and listen to the music and walk and using the podcast as an extra spur. It's like, okay, well, I gotta do the podcast. I don't have to. We could, we could wrap this up. <laughs> almost 2,500 episodes of this silly little chatter. And so one of the things that drove me to pick Juggle was the idea that in the past I tend to hyper-focus on one thing, one aspect, one Activity. I play games nonstop for five months. I write nonstop for three months, four months. I focus on this thing or that thing to the exclusion of all else. Last summer and early fall was reading 248 nine books last last year and 150 of them were in four months book a day sometimes two books a day so that's the ADHD that's the ADHD talking that's is that what I want to do is that I want to continue my doctor continues to fight me on getting medicine, getting treatment, getting medical intervention. 
medication. So, what do I want to do about that? Come on, get ready, say it with me. Monk poster. And the answer is, well, I mean, there's a whole range of responses. It's like nothing. Um, accept it, fight it. Find a new doctor. Or do what I have done for most of my life. For the entire time I have had ADHD, I've only known I've had it for a few, relatively few years. Eight. Eight and a half. Out of 71. Out of 70. I'm only 70. I will be 71 this year. So, what did I do? I accommodated. I found... I either... worked within the confines of ADHD or found ways to accommodate myself to it. The never-ending array of productivity attempts. <laughs> some of which were, some of which were just a joke. The year-to-glance calendar has been really effective. But it wasn't enough. So this year I'm using the daily, the daily note and obsidian to, to manage my day, to become a little more mindful. And that idea of mindfulness, of being aware of what I'm doing and how much time I'm spending doing it and evaluating whether or not what I'm doing is really important to me, significant in some way, or just a filler for my, for my day, for my time, for a, a nod to, okay, ADHD, yeah, okay, can't stop, can't help it. No, that's, that's, in a certain sense, that's true. I can't help it, but, Jess McCabe has the How to ADHD series of YouTube videos, which have been very helpful. I haven't, I haven't watched her very much lately. I should probably take some time to catch up. But uh, one of them is, was, a, was a piece on, I think, it, I don't know if it was her kitchen specifically, or just how to organize with ADHD. And the answer that she proposed was put the things that you need where you need them when you use them. Which seems logical, but is really not the way most people work. Uh, and it goes back to everything in its place, which is something that I had, in some cases, beaten into me as a young person. Take care of it. Put it away. 
put it away. No, I don't want to put it away. I want to put it here on the counter so that the next time I come to the counter and have to use it, it's there. Well, yeah, but then it's in the way when I want to use the counter for something else. So there's a, there's a balancing act, which is kind of a metaphor for everything. It's a balancing act. So I have a daily timesheet. I, I keep track of the time. I have periodic reminders. Do I know what time? Do I know what time it is? Do I have any idea what I've done for the last half hour? Do I have any idea what I've done for the last three hours? Chances are it's play a game, or in in ideal cases for me it's write, because writing is what I want to be doing. Writing is what I've always wanted. And now I have no excuse not to. And I have every reason to spend time at it. But it occurred to me just this morning as I'm walking along listening to Dove's Coup, early morning robins, it's like, okay, the problem with the cat is that it's less something that I want to do as something that I feel like I have to do. And that, that idea kind of doesn't feel good. Doesn't sound right. It's like, no, a cat is important. I want, to, I want to see what this story is going to be. It's a mess right now. It's like, I just keep throwing things at it and throwing things at it and throwing things at it and throwing things at it, trying to, trying to find, trying to find a theme, trying to find the central core idea of this story, other than I need to write a sequel to The Wizard's Butler. And that's probably the biggest problem. So anyway, I shifted my affirmation, my morning one positive thought, to before doing my journaling, before I do anything else, well, other than change out of my pajamas and put on clothes. Oh, that's the other thing. Um, I started once, <laughs> for about five months I lived in my pajamas or what passed for sleeping gear. It's a sleep pants and t-shirt, hoodie or two. I got a really, I have a, a terrible confession. I have, I, I got a hoodie for Christmas. Uh, no pockets, just a real sleek, simple, lightweight, long sleeved hoodie. No zipper, it's a pullover. And I love it. It fits, it's warm, it's snuggly. <laughs> I tend to wear it all the time. I am not wearing it today. I, ch I changed out of it and put on a polo shirt. A clean hoodie, which I washed just the other day. But uh, 
Part of my morning ritual now is to get up and put on clothes. Take off whatever I'm wearing in terms of sleep and put on clothes. Jeans, polo. These days, jeans, polo, and a, and a lightweight hoodie. Zip up. That's true for them. The gray one goes well with blue and blue and blue. I have a heather purple one that I like a lot. But coming to the realize, sitting yesterday, uh, I watched three episodes of Star Trek Strange New Worlds right after I found out that it was available on Prime, Prime Video. And when I pulled it up, I discovered that it's going off Prime Video at the end of the month. So I started watching it and I was like, okay, this is really good, but man, that's really, really predictable. Uh, from a writer's perspective, is I, I, I stopped watching television a long time ago. So this is the first time I've been watching television, other than the occasional episode of something or other that I've watched while I was walking on the treadmill. This is the first time I've actually sat down and watched something. Just sat there and watched it. That's really good. I, I'm probably going to sit down and watch it today. I'll use, it'll be my game time today as I'll watch two or three episodes of Strange New Worlds. I should be able to get through it before the end of the month. But here at the six month point, I'm sort of taking a breather. It's like, is this, is this what I wanted to rebuild to? Is there an adjustment, like shifting things around in my day to put them where they need to be? So that that first positive thing in the morning is first thing in the morning. And that I give myself a chance to recognize what's important for the day, to be in the moment and realize that it's not just good enough. That's the goal. But I'm at the back gate. Tomorrow's another day. With any luck at all, I'll talk to you then.